And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. And we are back. Thank you for joining us for yet another episode of the Startup Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conaway, founder and CEO of Innovate Her KC. And I do have to tell you, we're very excited. Today's episode of Startup Hustle is sponsored by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably, and also major producers of the show. So we thank Fullscale.io for allowing us to, to do our thing and share our stories with you. Uh, so today we have with us, I am, I have to tell you, I am so excited for this guest because I've never, never done anything uh, interview wise with someone like Aditya Jane. Uh, Aditya is chief executive officer of Revotine and he is what I would consider a younger, I don't necessarily want to say youth entrepreneur, but a younger entrepreneur. And he has founded this company, this platform uh, to connect students. So, so Aditya, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to delve into, uh, delve into this with you. Yeah. Thanks for having me on today. Absolutely. Well, so, so let's hop right into it. And I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you the general question and I'm going to say, you know, just tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us about Revotine. Of course. So I am Aditya and I'm a high school junior from the Bay Area in California. And my my role is the CEO of Revotine, which is a social networking platform connecting students to opportunities. And essentially what we do with Revotine is our goal is to empower tomorrow's leaders. And we do this through our app and website in which we connect over 3,600 students across 50 plus countries to over 500 opportunities and our goal is to have an interest uh topics of interest for everyone regardless of medicine business tech or anything that they're interested in that all right so that that is absolutely amazing so so the first thing i want to do with you is i want to i want to get to the why what need did you say? You kind of touched on it a little bit, but let's delve a little bit more deeply into the need. Why Why Revitine? Yeah, so I came up with the idea of Revitine in May 2020, and this was when the COVID-19 pandemic was first starting and everything was moving virtual. So entering into the summer, um, I was looking for opportunities. I was looking for summer internships, programs, things I could get myself involved in, right? And I noticed a lot of my peers and classmates were doing the same. And I find it extremely difficult to find these opportunities. And I realized, why is it so hard for a student who wants to explore their passions to explore these passions, right? If I'm looking for an opportunity, it shouldn't be, it sh I shouldn't have to scour through tons of websites and tons of different platforms to find something that sure. matches my interests. And that anecdotal background kind of led to me starting Revitine and came up with the idea of like, if we could have a social networking platform where students can discover their passions, connect with students who share their passions, and pursue their interests and create something that can actually change their community, change the world. Why not? Why don't we empower these students through such a platform? And that's how we came up with the idea behind Revitine. Absolutely. So, so when you're talking about opportunities, t tell us what kinds of opportunities you highlight on Revitine. 
Of course. So we highlight mainly student initiatives, and these are initiatives across any sort of field. This can be art, econ, tech, medicine, anything that you're interested in. We have opportunities for that. And if I'm a student organization and I want to get myself out there, I want to talk to these high school, college students, Revteen is the place to go. I can post on Revteen. I can reach the 3,600 plus students. And then that's the main sort of opportunity we have. We also have internships from companies. We also have summer programs. Our goal is to expose students to as many opportunities that they would be genuinely interested in based off of the interests that they choose. Okay. So what does the, what does your target user look like? I mean, I'm assuming young, but you know, what, it, it, they probably have a lot of varied interests, but what, what is the target user like at their core? At, at their core, we would envision our target user being an ambitious high school or university student. And the reason why is that the entire goal behind Revitin is to provide students with a platform that allows them to leap to the next level. And if I'm a student, I want to explore my passions. I want to join an initiative. I'm looking for opportunities. I want to build my own organization. Revitin is that one place you have to be, right? And that's how we envision empowering our users. That's the user that we think would get the most out of Revitin. Okay. I love that. Now, now you are clearly an ambitious individual. Do you use Revitin? Yeah, and I I love every single post I see because honestly, for me, it's just so validating. Every time you see someone pu putting themselves out there, putting their opportunities out there, saying, oh, can you help me look for this opportunity, right? It, every single person who gains some sort of value from the platform, that makes me more encouraged, more motivated to keep working on Revitin. And I love looking at Revitin for opportunities and just to see how people are interacting on there. Okay. And you said that you have 3,600 users worldwide yeah. currently. Where's the where's the greatest concentration of your users, if so you don't the, mind me asking? Of course, of course. So the two countries where we're mainly focusing is the U.S. and India. And what we've noticed here is that the U.S. is mainly high school students where we build up school communities, where students are looking for internships and things like that. And then in India, we like, we like to see the interplay between U.S. and India because obviously these are two completely different countries across the world. And we love to see how people form connections on a local and global level. And we think that with all the other countries on the platform, Revteen offers a unique way for students to, to interact with students in their community and in their school and also students across the world and build these sorts of long-lasting connections. Okay. I love that. And I, I, I certainly love the, the interplay and the opportunity to bridge not just, you know, general generational gaps, opportunity gaps, but also global gaps. Like you're, mm -hmm. you're connecting people who probably wouldn't otherwise meet, uh, which is, that is super cool. So, so I'm going to, I'm going to dial it back for, for just a minute and I, I'm going to get personal. Yeah. How do you feel about that? For sure. For sure. <laughs> so, so you are, how old are you again? I'm 16. So you are 16 years old and you are growing a global platform. How did, how did you get here specifically? I think um, for me, it's all about the vision. I think if, if you put your, that's my like number one value, right? If you put yourself up to a mission or like you have a goal that you want to hit, that's something that I've pride myself for that I just keep pursuing that. And I think starting this in May, 2020, working on it through the summer of 2020, then through the school year in 2021 and then the summer of 2021. I think I just got a lot of experience. I worked with an amazing team of students from my school, my region, and across the world. And I think forming these connections, working with different skill sets, right? I think that just helped us get Revitin to where it is. And I'm just looking forward to continuing to build. Yeah. So so do you think you got your your vision for did you get it from your parents? Did you get it from mentors? How are you 
where where are you finding your ambition? I think my vision mainly comes from my parents. Um, my parents are very entrepreneurial, and I what growing up, I've watched them build their own businesses, go through this entrepreneurship experience, and I found it amazing. Right, I I just love the freedom that comes with the idea of you controlling your own success, controlling your own destiny and your own fate. And I feel like that's one of the main things that drives me towards the entrepreneurship, right? I think it's like you get in as much as you put in, right? And yeah. that's what drives me towards it. Well, that that is absolutely awesome, Aditya. And I, seriously, my my hat I my hat is off to you to our listeners at home. You can't see I'm not even wearing a hat, but I am just <laughs> very impressed by uh, by your drive and ambition and what you've been able to grow so far. So talk to us a little bit about the process. How did Revitine get started? Yeah, so Revitine obviously started with the idea of, can we make this social media platform? Can we make this like a place where students can network and build a community? And from there, the first thing we needed to realize was that, was this a problem that we just faced or was this a problem that people faced on a large scale? So the first thing that we did with Revitine is before we, we built anything, before we considered building how to build it, we put out a survey, right? And this survey we sent out on uh, to our friends, our colleagues, people like across the world too. And we were just like, hey, what, it, what are your struggles with finding opportunities? Do you think it would be useful for you to have a platform where you can discover opportunities, connect with students, right? And we tried to identify what is a real pain point for individuals and students when it comes down to networking with others. And from there, we decided, okay, there's an actual pain point. There's an actual problem, right? Because I think coming up with a solution to a problem that's non-existent isn't really a solution, and that's kind of pointless. So from there, when we identified that there's a real problem, we figured out, okay, there's a need for Revitine. There's a need for this concept of a social media platform. And from there, honestly, when it comes down to a social networking platform, there's a lot of features that are all platforms have in common, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. And that gave us like a very good base to come up with what's how Revitine would work, like posts, comments, likes, profiles. From there, we discussed other features that would highlight that would be mainly appealing to our student base. And then we just built off that and continued ideating and prototyping and seeing what would work the best. Okay. So so I wanna I wanna ask you this. And and I, I, I think this is kind of the the conversational road that I want to go down for a minute. But let's talk about youth engagement. So Everybody these days has so much competing there for their attention. But in particular, I feel like maybe the youth have a little bit more. You've got so many different platforms, so many different tools, so many different ways to connect that often, I, I mean, I know I get overwhelmed sometimes. I'm just like, oh, you know, like TikTok came out and Snapchat came out. And I was just like, oh, it's another thing to learn. Yeah. So, so how have you been speaking to your core demographic, to your target market and, and getting them and keeping them engaged in what you're doing? I think the biggest thing for us when it comes down to engaging students, because as you said, they have so many different platforms that they could be using, right? It's, it's a very fierce competition for students' time. And I think the main right. thing is as soon as they open the platform to show them the value, right? If you make someone go through the platform and they have to keep scrolling, keep going through different aspects to find the value in the platform and like to find something that's worth their time, they're not going to spend that time, right? They have so many other things. They could open up Snapchat, they can open up Instagram, right? And I think the goal is as soon as they open the app to hit them with the content that they want, to hit them with the opportunities, okay. to hit them with the students. And that's what we try putting forth. So from, from a user experience standpoint, can you tell us a little bit about what that looks like? Like when someone logs into or pulls up the pulls up the tool, pulls up the app, like what, yeah. what do they see specifically? Yeah, yeah. So the first thing you see as a user when you open up is your feed, right? This is similar to platforms like Instagram and LinkedIn. 
And your first, the, this, your feed is a bunch of opportunities that are created based off of your interests, based off of the people you follow, what we think is most interesting to you and what you would take the most away from. Apart from the feed, right, we have a, we have a profile. And I think that's, in my opinion, that's my favorite part of the app. And that's so for several reasons, right? I think, first off, you can talk really about who you are and like what your background is on your profile. You can write a bio, you can talk about your interests, you can talk about the initiatives and types of things that you partake in. And then you can talk about connect, connect with me or like follow me or like message me if you're interested in this. And then you can highlight these types of things on your profile. And I feel like this kind of shows, this kind of allows you to put yourself out there, right? On a local and global basis. And I feel like that's the best part. Apart from that, you can search for different initiatives, search for different opportunities. You can look at curated articles. And what we do here is our team writes articles spotlighting different organizations that we think are really, really cool and our user base would love. And then we write these articles and put them onto our app in a separate page. So that's what we have going on. And then you can just message users, things like that, just normal forms of communication. Okay. So so that that's really cool. The fact that not only are you offering content, but you're actually creating content as well. That that's pretty awesome. How are you know, say say I'm a company that needs interns and we're interested in having high school interns. How do I yeah. find you? So for finding for getting through Revitin, right? I think it's very, very simple to create an opportunity, to post an opportunity. All you have to do is you go into the account, uh, the app, right? You create an initiative for your company, right? If I was company ABC, I would just go into the app and then I'd create create initiative, company ABC. Then I'd go create post and I'll talk about my opportunity. This is my opportunity. It's about medicine, tech. It's about this. Here's how you apply. Here's all the information you need. If you're interested, message me or set, put that comment down below and we'll get back to you. Right. We try to make it as simple and easy as possible for both companies and students to interact with each other on the platform. And yeah. we think that just maximizes the quality. Awesome. And so so you 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 mentioned a couple of times that you have about thirty six hundred users and that you started at kind of at the around the advent of coronavirus. So you've grown very quickly within a relatively short period of time. So so we've kind of talked about how you know, companies can find you and organizations can find you and initiatives can find you. How do students find you? What's your what's your marketing strategy? Our biggest way to market to students is through social media. I think I think this is kind of a given because if you think about it as a social media platform, the best way to reach students who would use a social media platform who are likely interested in this would be through other social media platforms, right? And we use Instagram very heavily. We use LinkedIn very heavily, right? And what we do is we put ourselves out there on these two platforms and we're like, hey, we're a rev team open the app, you can find opportunities that you're interested in, connect with thousands of students around the world, highlight yourself, right? Discover your passions. And then we post these on our Instagram, we post these on LinkedIn, and we're like, we connect with students, we answer questions, we highlight opportunities, we work with organizations that we find through Instagram and LinkedIn as well. So we find it like very, very beneficial to use social media, because there's so much at your fingertips when you're using social media. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so, so talk to us about this. And I'm, I'm very... I'm very curious because you've mentioned a couple of times that you've worked with other individuals to to bring uh, this product to market. So, so talk to us about your team. Mm-hmm. So we, the way we came up with our team was very, very, uh, I'd say classic when it comes down to uh, like coronavirus and all these other things. All I did is I reached out to a few of my people who are who I'm close with, and I knew that they had different skill sets, whether it be development, marketing. And I was like, hey, this is my idea. Would you be interested in working on it? And I, that's how we started our very small core team, right, of like five or six students. From there, yeah. we posted these opportunities for students on LinkedIn and Instagram. And we're like, 
here's what we want to build. We want to build the largest global student community and we want to empower the next generation of leaders. And join us if you believe in that vision. We put out a link to apply. It started with the Google form, right? And from now, right. from that, now it's on our website. But we noticed that there was a huge amount of traction through these platforms, right? Because for a student, I think the amount of opportunities that we offered, we tried offering something that would cater to anyone's interest, right? We had marketing, public relations, finance, development. We tried, we tried to offer something that anyone, regardless of what their specific interest in, they could contribute to Reviteen, right? Because at the very beginning, we just wanted anyone who believed in the vision. And then from there, we started building up departments, right? Now we have marketing, public relations, and development as our three main departments. And now we're just, we have a hierarchy through there. But that that's how we built the team that we are at today. That, I mean, that that is quite a story. Uh, and I'm sure that you hear this a lot, but I, I do feel like, uh, what you're doing is really unique and and rare. And so you're you're building an incredible product that has the opportunity to bring opportunity and access to opportunity, most importantly, to to so many. So so good on you, my friend. Like you're you're doing Thank great you. things. So I wanna I wanna talk to, I'm gonna switch gears again. I keep doing mm -hmm. that to you. I, <laughs> I kind of keep going back and forth because I wanna like learn the tactics and Got like it. the minutiae and mm -hmm. the logistics of Revitine, but I also I wanna learn about you and I wanna like there's so many ways that we can go here. Uh so so talk to me about this. You are you are three things right now, at least. I mean, you're actually many more things. You know, you're a you're a son, you're uh, but you you are a founder, you're an entrepreneur. And you're a high school student, so so talk to how do you how do you manage those three roles? How do you kind of compartmentalize and get everything you need to get done done? Yeah, I think I think time management is obviously one of the biggest things, especially as a student, regardless of what your commitments are. I think if you can't time manage it, you're gonna have a very hard time trying to balancing multiple different aspects. So for me, what I like to do is I like to plan out my day as soon as I get back from school, right? Um, for my classes, I just figure out what do I have to get done today, right? Whether it be homework, whether it be Revitine work, I try to prioritize um, as much as I can to like what's needed right now. And what I do is um, for Revitine, the way I think of it, I think I think the mindset around Revitine is what makes helps me time, manage my time with it the best. I think whenever when you're an entrepreneur, whenever you have something you're working on, you can't think of it as like you're working on it. Because then you're going to have this idea that as soon as you come home from whatever you're doing, you're working on homework, then you're working again on something else. I feel like the thing about Revitine is that there's it's so limitless with what we can do, how many different things we can approach it with, that I treat it as not like a commitment that I have to like focus on every single day. I just I find it as like, some, as like a break from homework, right? And I think that that mindset, that approach helps me like manage my time a lot better. Because now I can just yeah. quickly switch between homework, routine, homework, routine, and just keep going back and forth. And it helps me commit like focus time on both of them. Wow. So, so you are, you're taking your passion project and using it as a, as a tool to kind of get yourself amped up and get yourself re-energized for all yeah. of the other things that you have to do. That's, mm -hmm. that's really cool, man. I don't think I, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> I, I definitely, I'm one of those people where I'm like, I can be really, really excited about something, but when I'm tired of it, I'm like, I just want to like turn on the TV. Kind of chill out. So, mm -hmm. so you, uh, your brain is, is, is working overtime, like all the time. Do your parents ever get worried that you're going to burn out? <laughs> um sometimes i guess i think i think what i do is i do often take a lot of breaks um because as you said you can't keep doing that like 24 7 
so I do take breaks. Um, I socialize. I play video games. I watch TV. Like you know, like normal teenager stuff, right? So sure, I do, sure. I do that. Um, but uh, that's yeah. a lot of that is actually normal adult stuff too. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> well, so so that is really cool, and I and I do think it, it's really important to mention that you know one of the ways that you can avoid burnout, my friends, is by putting a really really good team around you. Definitely. And you know, Aditya and I were talking about team building and the importance of that and how you put people around you who are passionate and really good about what they do. And what some of those people who are really good at what they do and really, really passionate about what they do is the team at fullscale.io. Today's episode of Startup Hustle is sponsored by fullscale.io, and they can help you build your very own software team to bring your tech product to market. And they can do it quickly. They can do it affordably. Uh, you know, they do an amazing job with their clients. I, I hear from clients all the time, actually. I see testimonials just gushing about the amazing work that Fullscale.io does, and they give their clients peace of mind, and they give their clients that ability to step back and focus on the things that they're really, really good at. So so thanks to Fullscale. Uh, we love you. Your clients love you. Uh, and Aditya, we we love what you're doing, my friend. So so talk to us talk to us about the vision. You know, you're you you have achieved you know great success already, which is fantastic. Where do you see Revitine going? I think first off, I think that with the way Revitine set up, I feel like there's very little limitations, right? I think as a social media platform in this time especially targeting students there's not there's not really many barriers right i think the way it's set up allows for a lot of potential around it and the way i envision routine is our ultimate goal is to build as large of a community as we can and ultimately impact as many students and form as many connections as we can right um right. the way we plan on doing this is exploring schools right having building up school communities where students can post about their school clubs post about the initiatives that they're tying into their school right and then they can connect form one level of connection here from there, they can connect with students in their community, right? If I'm in, let's say, the Bay Area in California, and I want to connect with other Bay Area students and create something for our community and help give back, I can form connections there. Or I can form connections across the nation or across the world. So we really want to emphasize these like three levels of communication and like, connection. And we just want to keep strengthening each one so that students can have valuable takeaways at each level, right? Regardless of their interests, regardless of what their passions are, what they want to take away from the platform. We want to build up as much as we can to like maximize what they can take away. And that's our vision for Revitine. Sure. Well, okay. So I, I have a weird question for you and mm -hmm. I'm going to apologize in advance for this question because I think I'm going to ask you to speak on behalf of your generation, yeah. um, which I probably shouldn't do, but I'm going to do it anyway because <laughs> I feel like it. So, so what, if you had to define your generation, like how, how to speak to someone from your generation and get them excited about something like Revitine or the opportunities that Revitine offers. What's the best way to do that? Like how, what kind of language works? How, like what kind of ideas or concepts do you use to get people your age really excited about something? I think the best approach to it is telling them the least amount of work they have to put in with the most immediate benefit they can get out of it, right? I think for, <laughs> our, our, for our generation, to be honest, and I think for people in general, right? People want to see how they can yeah. benefit right now, right? Like in the immediate present, what do I get from this? And then do I really have to put this much work into finding opportunities using this platform? Because if so, I'm not going to use it, right? And that applies to anything. Right. 
So we want to max like decrease as much time as they have to use on the platform to find what they want to find. And that's our goal. Okay. Well, and so, so I ask you that I had a reason. I think I told you before we hit record, there's always a method to my madness. Um, but it's not always linear, but there is a method. Uh, so I ask you that to ask you this. We have a lot of listeners at home and some of them might have products that are geared toward youth. Some of them might, some of our founders who are listening right now, they might want to appeal to individuals from your generation. And so, so, so what you just said is really, I think is really important. Like you're talking about user experience and making, making that gratification immediate, but let's take it a step further. If you were a company, like if you were a company that had a product that spoke to kids or youth or, you know, high school, college students, whatever kind of age range, um, of your generation, Mm -hmm. what are some best practices and tips and tricks that you could give some of those individuals, like folks who might not be your age, but want to speak to people your age. Yeah, I think the most important thing is the channel through which you reach students, right? And like reach teenagers in general. I think obviously yeah. social media is the best channel in my opinion, right? Because it's, it's so easy to find engaged students and engaged teenagers and engaged people of Gen Z on social media because they're all over, right? TikTok, Instagram, sure. all of these platforms. And I think the main way to... Uh, reach out to these students is not to make yourself seem like you're a company or some like huge corporation reaching back down to them, right? But to like familiarize yourself with them, right? Make it seem like you're one of them and then pitch them as like someone who's alongside them as, as apart from like someone who's like very distanced from them and trying to sell them something, right? Sure. You want to you wanna sell them their own benefit as opposed to trying to sell them your product, right? You want to make them feel like by doing this or doing whatever the company wants, the student or like the Gen Z member or the teenager can benefit from it like and immediately. And I think that's the main way you want to reach out to these students, like use social media, use platforms that teenagers are active on. And then don't make yourself seem like a company or like some very, very distant like entity, right? You want to, you want to familiarize yourself, be friendly with them, like form a community and that you want to have that sort of approach to students. Yeah. Okay. I like that. And I, th- I think that that's really, really actionable advice. You know, make sure that you're not only that you're meeting your your audience where they live, which, you know, those are those channels that you talked about, those communication channels. But I love that because you're, you're talking about creating a dialogue rather than a monologue. Yeah. And, and I think that like in the past, when we think of kind of some of those traditional, more orca- archaic marketing measures, we talk about the fact there, or we think about the fact that, you know, like think about an ad on TV, like you're having images and you're having words that are just kind of popped into your brain. But I think some of the, like, particularly on social media, and I love social media as a marketing Mm -hmm. channel uh, and a marketing opportunity because you're actually starting a conversation. Like you want to ask questions and you want to get feedback. And so, so uh, would you say, and you know, I'm just kind of, you know, basically I'm checking my understanding here, but mm-hmm. like with your generation and, and, and really like several different generations, it's not unique to, to your generation, but, um, you know, making sure that, that people have buy-in, that they feel as though they are a part of something. Definitely. You know? Definitely. Yeah. I, that sense of community is, I think the biggest thing that a company wants to build, right? Cause as you said, a, a teenager would much rather engage in a conversation than be forced to hear an announcement, Right. If, right. if, if you can talk to a company and like talk to them about like, here's what I want from you. And can you give this to me through your product? That's right. what will incentivize me to go with your company. 
Oh my gosh. I love that so much. You're just dropping some gems here. Um, so, so, so talk about, talk to us a little bit more about, about that engagement piece. You know, when you are talking to the users of Revitine, um, what, what kind of, what kind of language are you using? What kind of things are you saying or showing them mm -hmm. to, to get that buy-in and to have that conversation? You create content. So I know that you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I think I'd like to like highlight on the Rev Team platform itself, how I, and like how the people on my team engage with other users. And I think the main way to engage with them is like, treat myself as who I am, right? I'm a student. I'm just like them. I, my differences from them are not, are like negligible, right? At this point. And when it comes down to posting opportunities, talking about our interests, talking about our passions, I can relate to them very, very easily. Cause I'm in that same position. I can feel their footsteps, like their, their shoe, their shoe size, right? I can like go right. put myself in their shoes. And I think what I do is I look at posts, I look at content and I'm, and I write comments in replying, right? I message these people. I talk to them. I'm like, Hey, this, this opportunity looks amazing, right? Can you tell me more? Can you tell me about how students could get involved in this, right? I put myself yeah. in the shoes of a student, which isn't really hard because I'm already a student, right? So I just, I just be myself, go onto the platform and say, okay, I'm looking at these opportunities. This looks amazing. Can I find out more? Can, can you tell me more about how I can get involved? And then I think that makes it super, super easy to form a connection between myself and the Revitin users and the students on the platform, because now I'm just interacting with them as one of them, right? As opposed to someone like from a distance entity. Yeah. Okay. Well, very, very cool. Um, so, so I have a, I'm sure you probably get this a lot, but um, what are your, your specific future plans for you personally? Like, are you going to go to college? Are you going to kind of see where this goes? Do you, do you know yet? You know, I don't think you have to know yet. I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah, I think my goal is obviously, I think, um, in my opinion, I want to keep pursuing my entrepreneurial ventures, like keep pursuing these ideas that just come to me, right? I think that's one of the biggest priorities for me. But I also want to pursue like an education at like a university. I want to eventually go on to get like an MBA, just pursue business, right? Because I think sure. I just love that feeling of entrepreneurship. And I feel like anything that can help me further my education when it comes down to business, make me a better and more skilled entrepreneur, that's what I want to go down. That's the road I want to go down. Okay. Uh, well, that is that is super awesome. Uh, very, very glad to hear that. Now, you know that's going to be tough, right? Like yeah, taking yeah. off college course load and, you know, doing all this stuff while running a company. Like it definitely drives people crazy at times. Definitely. <laughs> well, so so tell me this. You you have these these great big beautiful dreams. Uh, and I'm I'm just so impressed by that. But one of the things that I want to ask you. So, so I don't know if you've listened to episode of my episodes of my show, but one of the things that I talk about on a fairly regular basis is is that that entrepreneurial thought piece. And you you've talked about it multiple times. You've referenced it multiple times. How like the core of entrepreneurship is an idea, right? I can fix this. I can make this process better. I can disrupt this process. But it all it always starts kind of with the kernel of an idea. And so I want to talk to you about entrepreneurial thought, because I think you have, you have an entrepreneurial thought process within you clearly. Um, so, so talk to us about that. You know, when you are brainstorming, what does that look like? And then once you kind of hit on an idea that you might want to pursue, what processes do you use to refine it? Mm -hmm. um, talk to us about, like, I basically, and, and this is a very weird question, but I love, I love this question. Like, tell us, tell us how you think. 
Yeah, for me, for when I'm brainstorming, my favorite way to go about it is either putting a marker to whiteboard or pen to paper, right? And I just write out things that I notice in my life, like my struggles or like things that I take issue with, right? And I realize because if this is a, if I'm facing this in real life, this is obviously a very applicable problem. And I write down these problems. I think you, you're, the approach is you want to write down the problems, not the solutions first, right? You want to sure. figure out what what's going wrong. What is wrong with the status quo? What's wrong with things uh, for students? What's wrong with people in the community, right? And what are issues that everyone's facing? I just write these down on paper, write these down on a whiteboard, right? Then yeah. what you do is you look at these problems. And I feel like the number one thing is do not eliminate anything until you thoroughly consider it, right? It might right. sound dumb or like not not the best at first, but I think when you think about anything, it can only really help you, right? You can't, there's no so, so, like harm that you can face from just keeping an idea there, like keeping that bullet point on your paper because you never know what that'll turn into. And I think from there, you just want to think, here's one problem. If I was faced with one problem and this is the one problem I had to solve, how do I solve this, right? And right. That, I just write down, here's my way of solving it. And then I look at these problem and solution pairs that I've created, right? And I think, which one could I actually execute, right? Which one's the most practical? Which one would be the most beneficial? And then from there, I just w like wait over, keep looking at it. And I'm like, okay, here are some things that I might want to pursue. I'm just going to look further into it. And then that's how I come up with a few ideas. And then I decide what I want to move on with. Okay. And so, so once you've decided, so, so basically what I'm doing, I, I'm doing this, but I haven't told you that I'm doing this, is I'm kind of taking you through a design thinking process, yeah. by the way, <laughs> uh, which it sounds like you have a pretty good grasp on that, <laughs> clearly. All right. So, so you've decided on a path forward. You're like, this is the project. This is the thing that I think is going to solve this problem that I wrote down on the whiteboard, you know, weeks ago. Yeah. So one, once you've reached that point, what's the next step? How are you going to develop an idea? Yeah, yeah. I think the number one thing to realize about that is you can never go from zero to 100, right? I know this is one of the most popular ideas, but you can't, there's no such thing as an overnight success, right? You can't expect yourself to come up with an idea for a solution and then implement that solution the very next day. And even if you do, it's probably not that great of a solution, right? So what sure. I'd say is your number, the number one way you want to go about this is you want to figure out here are the action items that I would take, right? Now that I have a solution idea, here's how I'd implement the solution. Break it down right? And break it down into tidbits that you can actually achieve, right? Instead of making it this huge formidable task that you'd find like very, very hard to accomplish. Sure. Yeah, overwhelming for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then when you have that, I think when you figure out like these bite-sized piece of action items that you want to go for, these goals that you set for yourself, start hitting those one by one. Start building your way up to the product that you've envisioned. And then I think that's yeah. a lot better than tackling it all as one huge problem. I love that. So there's this saying that goes something like, how do you eat an elephant? And the answer is one bite at a time. Um, and I, I just think that that's so important because I, I do think that, you know, when when entrepreneurs, when we look at a problem that, that deserves solving, you know, sometimes we can get, we can get a little overwhelmed and we can get a little mired in the details mm -hmm. of the day to day, but like putting, putting a plan into place with the full understanding that the plan absolutely will change. Like yes. I have never put a plan on paper and then had it look exactly like I thought it would look throughout the whole process. Mm -hmm. But 
you know, having, I guess, having a goal and ha or having a set of goals um, that are, I, I don't know if you've heard about SMART goals. It was like a, a, a goal methodology that came about uh, when I was a little younger, but SMART goals, you know, are they specific? Are they measured? Are they achievable? Are yeah, they realistic? Yeah. Are they I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but putting together breaking down that big goal into small bite-sized pieces like you mm -hmm. you just hit on something that's really really important and and I and I love that that's how you approach your work so so talk to us I I, I keep on coming back to buy-in because I I think you have you you I don't know if anybody has like 100 cracked the cracked the code for getting people to engage but clearly you have made an incredible start so so We've talked about ideation. We've talked about development. What about release or deployment? Um, what what was your thought process? And you can reference Revitine, you can reference anything that you've done, but when you're ready to share with the world, what are some of the things that you like to keep in mind? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so when, when we released Revitine, our strategy for it was uh, in the weeks leading up to our release with Revitine, um, what we did is we put out posts on LinkedIn and Instagram and we we're like, is this an issue you face, right? It, are you struggling to find opportunities? Revitine's a game changer. Revitine's coming out in like blank, blank weeks, right? In so many weeks. Put your email here and we'll send you an email, right? From here, yeah. that allows us to build a base even before launch, right? Because I think the number one thing about launch is you have to hype it up, right? You have to be able to sell yeah. yourself. You have to sell the idea before you sell the product. And I think that's Ooh, what we try to do. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. I, I want you to say that again. You have to sell the idea before you sell the product. That was incredible. Well done. That was your sound bite right there, my friend. That was a great, that's a great insight because you're absolutely right. Sorry, I digress. I interrupted. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, that was just my main idea, right? Because if you can convince people to buy into what you're trying to build or like the idea or the concept behind what you're trying to build, you'll have no issue trying to get them to buy into the real thing, right? That makes it right. a lot easier for them, for you to transition into the real product that you're trying to sell them. Absolutely. Yeah, I've heard I've heard entrepreneurs say many times like you, you say you're absolutely right, but you, you actually you actually have to sell the problem before you sell the solution is, is kind of another way to say that, you know, because the fact is people don't buy products just to buy products because they're shiny and they're pretty. They buy products because they solve a problem. And so being able to uh, articulate that problem and then articulate how your product will solve that problem like that's what you actually sell. So you don't say buy my product for fourteen ninety nine. Mm -hmm. You say, hey, do you need more time back in your schedule? Here's a you know a meal fresh delivery or you know whatever. <laughs> like yeah. this is I, I, no, I just I love that. Um, well, that this has been awesome. I do I do have a human question for Got you. It. Are you ready, my yep. friend? I, I I forewarned you on the <laughs> way in that it was coming and I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I have like five that I want to ask you. But uh, so for, for folks listening at home, Aditya is in, a, it looks like a bedroom right now. And he's got like some LED lights and stuff like that. So what I'm going to ask him uh, is this, if you could, if you were buying a house, what would you look for in that house? What's what's your priority? I think the most important thing for me would be a great view because I find it really cool. Like when nice. you're when you're working and you just have like next to you 
this huge, amazing view, just looking to your side whenever you're done working or pausing, it just gives you like that energy. And that, that's what I would love. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, so wait, when you're talking about views, like, are you liking mountain views? Or are you liking ocean views? Like, what, what are we talking? I, I like the view of the shore a ton. Like whenever I go to Hawaii or like Cancun or places like that, I just love watching like the beach side. That's just amazing for me. Okay. Okay. I dig it. That is, uh, yeah, honestly, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, my friend. Like, like I, I love views as well. And I'm a total water baby. So I'm like, put <laughs> me next to an ocean or a river or something like that. I am a happy, happy camper. So <laughs> you and I share that in common. Uh, it, it, I, I imagine we share a lot of things in common, uh, but you are a super cool dude. So I do want to just let you folks know, listening at home, that you have an opportunity here. We do have a guest series featuring Hernan Cias of Business Bros Podcast that started yesterday. Be sure to check out his digital marketing series featuring some stellar marketing experts in the startup space. Um, he, You may have seen him on Startup Hustle TV. If you haven't seen him there, definitely go to YouTube, check it out. But he is a hugely energetic guy. Um, he, he puts me to shame with his energy every single time I talk to him. But um, I just, I am very much looking forward to cracking into his guest episodes on the Startup Hustle podcast. And then I do need to remind you once again, today's episode of Startup Hustle was sponsored by Fullscale. They can help you build a software team quickly and affordably. If you're looking for more on Startup Hustle, you can find us on Instagram at Startup Hustle Podcast. All scrunched together or check out our YouTube channel. Thank you so much for listening. Aditya, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. It has been awesome having you on the show. This was great. Thanks for having me on. Oh, absolutely. Uh, anytime. I, I, you know, you're, I'm going to expect you to come back in a while and, and update us on Revitine. And by that point, you're going to have millions of global users. Uh, I just, I can feel it, but you know, thank you so much. And listeners, thank you so much for listening to us, taking the time out of your busy schedule to, to commune with us and hear what we have to say on startups and entrepreneurship. We will catch you on the flip side. Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time.